What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 195th episode of the Shadow Order Podcast. I'm your host, can't get a stun gun for 174 energy punk. And joining me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Sir, are you in a sour mood? I literally, as the intro's playing, I used 174 energy. Didn't get a single damn stun gun. Uh, That's a good way to start things. Uh, that It's the worst. It It's terrible. It's just, yeah. It does not feel good in the loins. Yeah. The loins are not feeling good. Big kick in... In, in that region. In the loins. <laughs> All right. Exactly. Exactly. So this first thing I did not know. You need to tell me about this right now, my man. Right now. All right. So I thought you might be interested in this. But if you go to StarWars.com right now. Okay. Queen's Shadow. Queen's Shadow, the Padme book, is now available as an ebook for free free no dollars whatsoever today nothing it's free so i went and got mine uh if you did not know about it and you are a book reader i don't wanted to tell everybody on the stream tonight so you can go and do it before it becomes not free so go check that out but yeah holy crap i got it for my uh i have the kindle app that i use on my phone uh yeah you got downloaded it right to kindle for free so super stoked no kidding Yes, sir. That is one other thing. Awesome. Yeah, you should go get it. Everyone should go get it. I'm Tell literally doing good. it right now. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to mention for anyone that has not seen Rise of Skywalker, and the only reason I'm pointing this out and I'm excited for it is because I have not watched it with my wife yet. She has not seen it. Um, so May the 4th, Rise of Skywalker comes out on Disney+. Plus. So if you have a Disney Plus subscription... You'll be able to see the new movie if you waited this long or if you want to see it again. I know there are those that don't. There are plenty that do. I'm one of the ones that do. It's been long enough that I have forgotten a lot of things. So really uh, looking forward to watching that with her. But I may have spoiled parts of the movie like two days after it came out, thinking she had seen it for some stupid reason. I think I told her something about when Kylo died. And she's like what kylo dies and i'm like no that never happened well well, let's talk about something else i know i felt real bad (laughs) real bad she's probably forgotten by now right hopefully 
women forget everything. Oh, yes. Men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, so um, tomorrow, actually, in 43 minutes, I turn 32. And not only do I turn 32, it is my six month anniversary. Um, our anniversary and my birthday are exactly six months apart, which is fantastic for remembering. I will never forget it. But there is yeah, one no thing doubt. I have learned in these <laughs> first six months. They don't forget a damn thing. Um, <laughs> so, and if they want a cat, you get one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Compromise. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, um, you you ready? To, you ready to dive dive head first into into some great stuff? Yeah. Let's dive into what we got at least. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Alright, my man, this is a hell of a week in Swoga. If you were unaware, if you're listening to the podcast, you may want to go back and check out the live stream of us doing Grand Arena Championship. Uh, you and I both uh, did quite well. You scored a 1900, I scored a 1916. We're both in a position that... If we win one of our last two matches, we will hit Kyber, assuming we full clear the next battle, which is pretty exciting stuff. My opponent no doubt. jacked up on my General Grievous squad. I put General Grievous B2, Magnaguard B1, and BB8 on defense, and he screwed up. My my B1's pretty damn nasty. He is Relic 6, and he his I think he's 286 speed, and... He has three sliced offense primaries with an offense set. He smashes. He's not someone you want to piss off. So I'm pretty excited about that. Feeling pretty good there. I am still running Kylo Ren in arena because of course I am. Why Why would I not? But here's the exciting thing. Um, I am farming ultimate mats very smoothly. Like that... It, it's going fine. I finally remodded to beat the event, uh, and it's no problem now. Um, so I should have. How done many that. did you lose? Three. Yeah. And how many days of tickets is that? Let me put it this way: I've got almost three hundred stun guns. <laughs> that Lonely should answer the question. <laughs> Um, sounds like you're not it sounds like you're getting more than zero every 174 energy yes that's probably fair um, and and I'm also not farming on the six energy nodes uh, which does produce tickets a little bit quicker but I am actually farming gear I am now switching to Kairos the computer laptop things because I, I need them let's just be perfectly frank about this I desperately need them um, I am working on the the gas counter. I'm working on building that team. That's the stormtrooper Han lead with Han Solo, Chewbacca, Vandor, um, and Watt. I'm kind of. I, I want to build that team just because. Um, this is a who counter. Uh, gas. Gas. Okay. I thought you said so galactic I, I would first. I was like, what? Uh, I have not no, heard that I, one. I would just like to kind of be in a position where I can, you know, oh, set yeah. my gas and just not just really worry about it. Um, yeah, you cut out. I missed something there. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah it's, uh, you know, 
working on that, gearing them up. I took Stormtrooper Han up to Relic 5. I'm now working on BB-8, Vandor, Chewbacca. Vandor, I think, will be gear 13 this weekend. That will kind of finish rounding out that team unless I want to take Stormtrooper Han up to Relic 6. Uh... Stark, I'm kind of working on him. I'd like to gear 13 him, add another 20 speed, and just create a lot more space for my Imperial Troopers to roam, but I'm not sure if I'm going to get there yet. Yet, Still working on trying to get Varys to gear 12. Haven't done that yet. Really didn't do a ton this week, um, you know, other than just kind of deciding what direction I'm going to go with characters. But um, one thing I did do this week... Uh, not specifically in game, but it's related to in game, and it, it's pretty timely to be mentioning it now. Ho hopefully, um, hopefully those of you in the live stream can at least take advantage of this because I've been trying to figure out how to do it because I'm burning all of my crystals every day just with everything I'm refreshing, and I don't really have the extra crystals to, you know, just dump into some hundred energy refreshes for double drops. They're coming up. Yeah. So. Here's what I decided to what I started thinking about what I'm going to do. Saturday, which is two days before double drops, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do three 50 crystal refreshes once I get maxed on energy. That'll get me to what almost 500 energy, I think, for something. Um and then I'll do the 50 crystals the next day. And by doing that, I save the 300 crystals by doing those extra refreshes, you know, on Sunday, basically. But this also only costs me, essentially, one refresh. So, you know, I'm saving about 200 crystals or so um, and, you know, getting basically the same rewards. So uh, just a little bit more efficient way to take advantage of double drops, Um you just have to be diligent to not spend that stuff on Sunday. Uh, and that does apply to, you know, anything that has double drops. Um, so I, I'll probably do some character farming on double drops. Uh, you know, new Poe and new Finn uh, work on those. Let's a say resistance bit. probably. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I need to get some of these ships done. I still haven't finished race Falcon. I need to get that done. I want to get the emperor shuttle done. Like I said, I'm, I think that ship's going to be required in an upcoming event to get the Thai bomber. That is my guess. Uh, we'll see if that works out to be true or not. But the uh, uh, the uh, oh my god, the BTL Y wing, <laughs> um, the most delicious ship in the game. Uh, that thing, I, I need to get that finished too. I'm at eight out of 85 and I desperately need to get it finished. So, uh, you know, I may put that on the board to do it at some point, but I don't know. I need to finish race Falcon that way I can get Holdo's ship. Uh, cause that's, you know, that's a pretty good spot to go. So, um, I'm probably going to dedicate some time to that here pretty soon. Once I, you know, finish getting the stuff for the ultimate on Su Supreme Lair Kylo Ren, cause you know, his ultimate's kind of important, turns him into a beast, so cannot wait for that. Um that's 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 pretty much it. That's that's all I got, my man. Alright. Well, that's more than I'll give you. So there's that. Um First Art Executioner finally got him to gear thirteen. He's now relic two. So I can't 
remember. I think he's Relic 5 you got to get him to. I'm not totally sure. Get who? What character? Him, uh, Executioner, Fox, Panda, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, uh, Panda needs he's, to be Relic uh, 5, I'm pretty sure. Yes, Relic yeah. 5. So I got a few more Relic uh, slots to get for him. I think he's at... I'm still farming the signal data for him. Signal data. Always farming signal data. Yeah, but, me too. Like I said, Captain Phasma is almost gear 13. I need stun guns, which apparently the game just does not want to give me. No, they and, don't. And I need... Wait, wait, hold here. on. How did you spend that 170 energy? You didn't farm in threes, did you? No. Had you farmed in threes, man? Or I something. farmed them in sevens. Ooh, terrible. <laughs> mm. You can't get the right drops like that, man. It's 33% drop oh, rate. I should have. What the hell? I God. used to do eights on stun guns. I should have stuck with eight, not the sevens. Probably would have been better off for me, but yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> oh, well. Whatever. The, uh, I also need nine injector cells for the gear 13 finisher so phasma's almost there okay. like i have 41 stun guns i just need 10 or t- how many whatever many i said nine injector cells and in phasma would be gear 13 and then i can move on to the next set whoever the hell they are um now h- how close are you how many of them do you have up i have five of them so i'm about halfway okay the biggest problem is i I'm really far behind on the capital ship. I only have it unlocked. I haven't been... I've tried different uh, strategy guides people have given me to beat that... Uh, beat that uh, extra one to get the extra shards. Well, I've only had one chance now that I've unlocked it to beat that one. And I could not beat it that last time. So I think part of the reason is that my Hux was still uh, gear like five. So I'm working on I'm working Hux next after Phasma to get him up to be ready for the event to hopefully give that capital ship a little more oomph and maybe beat that event. But yeah, my capital ships are is behind. That's the main thing. And I'm not too far ahead on you know Hux and Sit Trooper. I'm only twenty out of eighty five on each of those. So I got a lot of shards I need. But I'm taking. Are, are the you slow not route. doing node? Are you not doing node refreshes on them? No, because I'm. I'll start doing node refreshes once I get everybody else to gear 13. And then gotcha. I'll power through them quicker because I, I gotcha. just, I want gear 13 characters as much as I want those two, but okay. Makes sense. Getting them faster is not going to get me Kylo faster because I still need the gear. capital ships. Oh, well yeah. gear and capital ships. So yeah, but I'll be honest, getting Sith trooper ready. Um, not, not a terrible idea. He's, that is one of my favorite kits in this game. Like, it's just... It's so beastly, man. It is just freaking fantastic. I can't... That, that's why I want uh, Kylo's ultimate so bad. So I can run Sith Trooper again. Because he's terrible against gas because he kills everybody. Which is bad when freaking Vibes is there. But... Yeah, they're... No. He's awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been doing on this, uh, besides, you know, I, let me, I'm going to show you something. Actually, you can't see it. Uh, I'll show, uh, Twitch chat 
and I'll say it on the podcast so everyone knows what I'm looking. Genonite Revan, gear 12, needs one piece. There's a green gear slot plus that would take Revan to gear 13 right now. Okay. And I, it takes everything within me not to click it every day. I, I got to be honest. I, I've got a relic for Jedi Knight Revan. Eh. I, I mean, like, if there's a <laughs> gear 13 I could have back, that's probably one of them. He doesn't need to be gear 13. He does He does what he does fine at gear 12. I mean, he gains a little bit of speed, but edge. Yeah. I'm showing it on stream right now. But for everyone that's listening, like Wink and the podcast, I currently have 236 Kyrotech battle computers. That's a lot. <laughs> because none of the First Order that I've been gearing need them. I was the same Ooh, way. I farmed the prods, shock prods, like crazy just because I didn't need any of the battle computers. Um, and I got kind of stocked up on them and then blew a bunch on like Malik and stuff. But... I. Yeah, they are uh, first order. Do not like them. I'm hoping that it, it stays that way, and then I'm just farming them to be ready for Kylo, but I don't remember how many he needs. 300? Yeah, so we'll see. The Yeah, that's pretty much it. And behind, besides GAC, which is all I've been really focused on, um, the what else we got? Oh, my alt. I've got great news for you. I did not join this latest round. You might be wondering yourself, to yourself, what is your number on GAC on your alt? If you're doing this well on your main, well, how are you doing on your alt? Well, I can tell you this. I have. I made a conscious decision to go for the Trapped in Carbonite uh, nice. title. Okay. So I have not joined the last three rounds, and I'm going to get that title at the end of this one. Can I tell you something really interesting about that? You What's not that? joining GAC on your alt has led to you making Kyber on your main. I know. Well, here's the thing. I never... It wasn't a big a sacrifice to not join GAC on my alt because I used to join GAC on my alt, set defense, and then never play offense. Yeah. So I was only getting the points uh, and moving up to uh, tiers just off the joining and... Joining and uh, setting defenses. And then the other part to it is a lot of people, when I play like that, also don't attack. So I still was getting wins because I tie in my my galactic power. Nice. So you might be onto something and you might not. Who knows? But yeah, it's GAC on the my main account is definitely the focus. But I am going to get that freaking title I said I would get. <laughs> so. Nice. It's so it's a great that. title. Uh, I just else? hate that you have to punt on an entire GAC to freaking get it. Oh yeah, no doubt. It's it's. I would never do it on my main. Let's yeah. just say that. Uh, unless I did it by accident, then then we'll see what happens. But the uh, let's see. I don't think that I did any real gearing this week. I don't think all my resistance are sitting at uh. Gear 13, and I've just been working on veteran smuggler Chewbacca. Nice. Uh, he only needs he only needs his gear 13 finisher to be done. And he needs uh, hollow lenses and the finisher, the injector head. So 
He's almost gear 13, which means the only things I have really left are the two new characters once I get him to gear 13. So I'm also in a really good place once I can, you know, finish Ebonhawk farm, yeah. uh, start farming that capital ship, and start farming uh, salvage again to actually put freaking relic levels on those gear 13 resistance. So all of them are going to be there ready to go, and it's just going to be a all-out signal data farm because I'm very close to being ready as far as gear levels go on my alt for Galactic Legend Ray. So that's good news. I just don't know how long that signal data is going to end up taking once I finally get yeah. to it. We'll see. We'll cool. See. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me. All righty. Cool. But I wanted, to, I wanted you to do, before you play the sounder you're going to click, why don't you play the uh, the one we haven't done yet? The one we haven't done. That we usually do at the very beginning. Are you catching my drift? Hey boys, it's your favorite time of the day. The time where we all pop our tops off and relax. All right. That's the one. What do you got there, Wink? Well, what are you drinking? I, um, I have a very... This reminds me. Uh, we didn't discuss the draft at the end of last podcast like we said we were going to. Uh, so we, we need to do that mm-hmm. because there may be stuff to talk about. Uh, but I have this pretty sweet <laughs> Hacker's Yoda koozie uh, that is absolutely amazing. But inside of that koozie, if we slide that guy off, we have... Is that a two by four? It is a two by four from our friends over oh, at Melbourne Brewing and... If you're unfamiliar with the 2x4, there is a reason it is named the 2x4. And it is. It's. That one puts me on my ass. It's I'm because it lie. feels like somebody hits you over the head with 2x4. It is 9.9%. <laughs> it is pretty damn smooth. It is really good. Especially. That's the problem. It is so good and it goes down so well. For a beer this that, strong to be that smooth. For and that good, strong? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I drank three of those in man. about an hour. Oh yeah, the first time yeah. I had them, and the next day I just I felt great yeah. that night. The, I felt great. The Citradomus is the same way. It's <laughs> nine something, and yeah, Citradomus. It so is good. great, man. You got oh man. The if you haven't already, if you're in, if you, got, you know. Colorado, I I can't remember where. I think they're in like 15 states. Arizona, California. In Arizona now. What yeah. was the state they're from? Uh, they're from Wyoming. Uh, Alpine, Wyoming, I think is Wyoming, the city. That's right. So, uh, you know, if you're kind of in that area, um, I assume they're probably in the Northwest as well. Uh, check out Melvin Brewing. Their the freaking beer is just, it's, it's spectacular. I love it. And uh, I have that New England breakfast ale. I have one left and... Um, I was saving it for the day I got internet, but to, I'm I'm freaking old tomorrow, so I'm cracking that bad boy open tomorrow, and I God, I can't wait. You deserve I it. I deserve it. All right, you made it to thirty-two. So, what are you drinking? All right, so I saw this. I was uh, supporting local business recently. Uh, we got a place called Casual Point here that sells all uh, craft beer. And I saw on their website when I was doing a takeout order, they had this beer called Rainbow Sherbet. And uh, I love Rainbow Sherbet. But I was like, okay, that's that's perked my interest. What's going on there? Then I found out it was a sour. So Prairie Artisan Ales Rainbow Sherbet. Sour Ale. This thing 
It's freaking delicious. It tastes just like rainbow sherbet. Mm. It's the only sour I think I've ever tasted that actually makes me pucker. It is so <laughs> tangy. Every time I drink it, I can't take a large drink because it's just my mouth sounds, puckers. It's sounds crazy. pretty good, though. Yeah, it's great. Nice. It is great. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to this. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. Except we are going in reverse this week. Why don't you tell everybody what we're doing here? Oh, it's reverse. So... <laughs> being told things i've been i'm being whispered to the so i decided to try something different uh today i thought it'd be fun to kind of do a time capsule uh for the beginning of may now that we have so many episodes and i have all of the podcast show notes saved with dates uh that we'd go over some of our previous episodes that would happen on this week of the month uh in previous years so i like it we're going to take it all the way back to 2017, to episode number 44, and talk about Ooh. the big things that were happening in the beginning of May in 2017. All right. First off, Target Lock was updated. I remember this because I was super stoked about it. Uh, they made it so it shows on abilities that inflict it, and then it pulses uh, when it does extra damage or extra things against someone that has... Target lock. You remember that? Uh, vaguely. You remember they didn't have it at the beginning, and so you had to kind of memorize what That's gave target, right. target lock, yeah. and I was just so stoked that they put it on the abilities so you knew so what would inflict target lock. Ships had come out the November before this, so ships had been out about six months at, at that point. Um, so mm-hmm. it took them that long to make it that much easier to find target lock. And, you know, back when ships came out, Target Lock was it's, huge. Well, so if you didn't know which ones too. were doing it. Yeah, but back then you also had you had the, the Wedge, uh, TIE Advanced 1, and TIE Fighter, uh, TIE Fighter yeah. team that was, like, all about yeah. it. And then you wanted people in in the background that also did Target Lock to make sure that Wedge kept... Or was it Biggs? I think it's Biggs. Yeah. To make sure Biggs kept... Uh, Getting his health back, man. Oh yeah. Uh, they introduced bonus drops, and the idea that would debut later that month. Oh, say they introduced bonus drops as an idea that would debut later that month of that May, which basically turned into what we know as double drops. Huh. So, 2017. So let's say three years ago. Yeah. They introduced bo- double Interesting. drops. Interesting. Okay. I know McMole loved this one. Pow was added to Cantina <laughs> shipments. Dude, he was a beast <laughs> in the uh, in the Trey raid when it came out. Like that was the first time he was actually useful. Useful, yeah. And then the biggest one, and it does not seem oh. that it's been three years, but the R two D two legendary wow. event came out three years well, ago, and that was huge because he was kind of the first character that really had a lot of stat sharing. And that sort of stuff. And then burn was given to him. That was the first time we'd seen that ability. A lot of, you know, really kind of game changing things came with R2D2. 
And I, 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 I mean, there's one thing I got to absolutely hand it to Capital Games over. Um, when you look at General Kenobi and R2-D2, these characters that have been in the game for so freaking long, and they, they've never Thrawn. had a rework. <laughs> Other yeah. than them adding the ability for the Zeta for Kenobi. Galactic. Um, they've been amazing. Absolutely freaking amazing. They fit in everywhere. There's uh, Han's another one. Um, ever since his rework. It's like they they did so freaking well with those kits. It's it's really impressive. Um, that, you know. No doubt. Like they were never like overpowered beyond belief but yet even today with all these op characters they're still absolutely amazing that's pretty pretty good work no doubt that'll take us to episode 95 in 2018 uh first off i this is something that wasn't in the show notes but it was in our pre-show when we usually just talk about nothing but we were talking about the new resistance cartoon back then the one that nobody seems to like. I have still not seen it. I bought it because it was like $2, I've, but I have not watched it yet. I watched the first episode and I, I wasn't annoyed by it. So I wouldn't, I probably will end <laughs> up watching it someday, but I, nice. it's not a priority for that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, there was a contracts tutorial event letting you use box, box, Bosk weeks before his marquee event. So the first okay. time we ever got to touch Bosk. Well, was the beginning of May. Right. And that was um, leading to one of the next things is the the Bounty Hunter rework. That was when they introduced payouts. Uh, Bosk was the first character to introduce payouts because before that, Bounty Hunters did mm-hmm. not have payouts and their kits were quite a bit different. Yeah, they were not a very synergistic squad yep. before the payouts and the reworks. Uh, Galactic Bounties event was announced. Uh, we still only have two versions of it over two years from when they came out. <laughs> so there's that. The Galactic Bounties came out. Rose and Holdo became farmable. Um, okay. I remember I was looking at the notes uh, in in the show notes under Rose, and I said, who's going to farm Rose on a hard node? <laughs> they found a way. Even two years ago, I'm like, why yeah. would anyone farm a hard node Rose? That's so dumb. Well, now they now they now we know why they did it two years yeah. ago. We also knew at that time that ships 2.0 was almost out, quests were almost out, starter guilds were almost out. Later that month is when they released that ginormous update with all the ship stuff, the bounty hunter stuff, the quest stuff, the new starter guild stuff, like massive well, update. Not only that, end of May but there last was year. A- or two years ago. There was a lot of stuff back then in the community. Like, there was so much. They were doing interviews with various people. I know we did a thing with them, you know, and, uh, you know, about Rose and Holdo's kit. And then with Ships mm-hmm. 2.0, they, like, gave a different thing to a bunch of the other content creators. A lot of the YouTubers had yeah. uh, videos of what how Ships 2.0 was going to work before it came really out. That was really cool. I miss them doing stuff like that. Hopefully it gets back to that point. Um, not optimistic, but you never know. Um, that was exciting stuff. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that was... A, as far as what you just said, exciting stuff. God, I wish we had an update coming 
that we knew was coming at the end of this month or even next month. Yeah. With that kind of information already out about it that we could all be excited about. I read this when I was looking through the notes and I'm like, man, that was a different time because lots of communication about what was happening. Big update coming. Big update that had involved that had something in it for literally every person. No doubt. Quests quests span the globe for new players to old players to in-game players starter guilds for the new players then you got the reworks on bounty hunter i mean everything had there was something in it for everybody right super exciting uh and then we get to episode 145 last year in may uh this is where the what i could draw from that's kind of exciting that happened then starts to get small but uh, the Malik event was going on, and I looked in the notes, and it said that I had unlocked him. So, obviously, I did unlock him the first time the event was out, and uh, that was right around this time last year. Nice. I didn't really think about the fact that I hadn't had Malik for over a year yet. It it took me a while to get Malik. It, uh, I don't remember when I ended up getting him, but it was quite a ways after everyone else, to say the least. No, no. I think you were like the second or third time it had come back, yeah. something like yeah. that. Uh, also, last year around this time, Ahsoka Tano rework, along with the Anakin and Kenobi touch-ups, ah, which were leading right into that Padme Hell yeah, event that still hadn't been announced yet. Yep. So interesting, very interesting. I thought Padme uh, did come out in April of that. Well, I guess you looked at what this. She, did she come out before the reworks? So, because the reworks had to, were before they, then. I'm they were sure. all close with each other. I think they did reworks. I think they, well, because Anakin's rework had Padme direct synergy. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I can't remember. But that was right around this time last year. Okay. Uh, last thing is the Jedi Knight Anakin raid nerf was still being worked on. And the notes said that <laughs> like they were still trying to figure out how to nerf they it. They have still done which nothing. Which we all know eventually. I said, we all know eventually they just decided not to nerf it at all. Instead, so. they brought out a character that can solo it. Yeah, exactly. So. Cool. All right, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to take a trip down memory lane. It kind of made me made me nostalgic there. I really yeah. hope next month when we get the you know it's May now. The countdown to the the, uh, the road ahead is in my mind. I'm like, how long are we going to wait in this uh, month till the road Lord ahead have drops? Mercy. This better be a good I want to know. I I want to know now. Yeah. Like it's May. Drop the road ahead. Let's go. I, I was hoping like before the show, they drop it or something. I'm with you. They used to remember when they used to drop like puzzles on Friday nights while we were doing the show. Dude, quit bringing that stuff up. It just I'm, all the cool stuff, man. man it doesn't, all the it doesn't diff- feel good, man. It does not feel good. <laughs> it's just maybe maybe we'll get back. <sighs> maybe you want. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and talk about some stuff from this week. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Ooh, man. 
May the 4th is coming up. May the 4th be with you guys. Um, Dude, pretty exciting news from the update this week as far as next week. Hell yeah. This is going to be a great week. I get old and then we get great stuff in Swaga, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, no doubt. We got Wink Day tomorrow, Star Wars Day on Monday. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so May 4th and Stay and Play events, they were announced. So in celebration of Star Wars Day and Stay and Play, they're turning on extra events on the holotables. We hope you're all staying healthy and happy. I know I am. I may not be mentally stable from watching kids all day long every day, but I'm making it through. Yeah. So. Uh, but the new events, check this out, right? You got a new event every day from the 4th to the 10th. You got uh, one, two, well, let's see here. One, two, three assault battles. So you got Forest Moon, Places of Power, and Rebel Roundup. You got uh, two, both Galactic Bounties 1 and 2 going on as well as mythic events for Grandmaster's Training and Emperor's Demise. I like it. So Hell yeah. A lot of extra good stuff in there. Uh, you got your mods with the mythic events. You've got yep. your relic materials as well as Kairos with your assault battles. And then uh, if you're missing any of those shards for some of those harder-to-get characters, I'll tell you what, as a newer player, getting this event more often is good. Because if you're not farming like what Visa's Mar off a hard node, which I wouldn't suggest anyone do, no. getting her shards in the Galactic Bounty is a pretty good place to farm her. I think I got her to seven star, close to seven star through this, as well as because uh, you got to think that was two years. If they were doing it once every two months, that's a pretty good chunk of Visa's Mar shards. All I had to do is kind of finish her off with the uh, with the hard node, so that's a good place for newer players to get their harder to get shards that they're not actually going after farming wise so i like seeing galactic bounties there i really wish we'd see a galactic bounty three and get some uh some of those other harder to get characters in there that would be nice wouldn't it because i don't think there's there's one for wampa but there's not hermit yoda correct yeah that is true and it's it's that would be nice which is really annoying for those people that newer players that progress a lot quicker that get through Hoth to get to Geo much faster than we did. Yeah. We had a lot of time in Hoth to get to them to seven stars. Sometimes you might not be getting that far on those characters uh, in the assault battle or in the territory battle as newer players. I wonder, I'm kind of curious what the timing on that is nowadays. It'd be interesting to see uh, how long a new player gets into Hoth before they get to Geo and if it's long enough to get seven stars on both of those characters i'd assume light side hoth you could probably get hoda to seven star quicker than you would with the dark side event because the dark side it's probably quicker to move to geo than it is the light side to move to geo with just how hard dark side light side geo is yeah i i would think a lot of guilds are moving to hoth fairly fairly quickly but um yeah The rewards are quite good. Um, but anyway, uh, about that Force Moon event, I, I would like to mention to you guys, make sure you go check out uh, youtube.com slash shattered order pod. I uh, got to put the pod in there at the end, but um, also in the show notes. Uh, Force Moon event, I have 
a great tutorial on how to do that if you are struggling at all with that event. Um, you don't even need a ton of gear, honestly. Um, it, it can be done with gear at 11 and 12 characters. Uh, I've had a couple people tell me they did it with that, so make sure you check that out. Uh, probably going to be helpful. Uh, my goal, I'm absolutely going to do it this week. I am, I've got a... I think it's going to be a good video coming out, uh, kind of covering all the assault battles, kind of ranking them, the best ones to put your resources into to work on, um, and kind of focus on beating, like basically hardest, easiest type thing. Uh, I think that'll probably be pretty helpful. I'll talk about some tips for each one, kind of going along with that. Hopefully I have that out for them. But uh, yeah, make, make sure you're working on these teams for these assault battles, because there's a lot of gear you can be getting, especially just by being uh, challenged tier one. Um, you, you, yeah. you don't want to be giving the up best those Kairos and finishers. <laughs> yeah, it's it's awesome. Uh, and I'm so glad they did that because some of these tier twos are pain in the ass. Like secrets and shadows. Eh, I tried a couple times. Then after that, I don't even bother. Um, now they're fun. The oh, problem, yes. biggest problem no, no, is yeah. If they, I think that tier two, if it's going to be that challenging, should have been four stages, not eight. Just keep it that challenging and get it, get the heart, oh. make the, make the tier, make the fourth stage, the third stage and the fourth yes. stage, the eighth stage. Just make it shorter. So it doesn't take you 30 minutes to get to the end to get smothered and then have to try it again. I, you know I would I mean? be fine if they just move the fourth stage up one to stage three, just because it takes so much time to get there. And that's where the decisions get made on if you, if it ends in glory or death you know um yeah no doubt so oh well uh these login now my favorite part are just <laughs> freaking ridiculous um i'm gonna bring them up on the stream for anyone that has not seen them straight up uh, but they are right there uh i'm doing they are ridiculous math you don't have to it's at the bottom 12 six is it 1260 okay yeah my math is right 1,260 crystals, 38 trash shards, 7 Zeta mats, and 5 Omegas if you log in every single day. The last two days are fantastic. 500 crystals and then 5 Zeta mats. That's massive. You, you got 5 oh, more Zeta mats than you would in a month. My like God. And I don't remember Omegas. Were Omegas there before or was it just one? Because 5 Omegas is pretty good. That's one upgrade on a character yes uh i think they do omegas but it's generally one uh it's sure as hell not five um yeah exactly i'm loving that login that's dude, a great looking login yeah especially with those crystals um and the one thing i would really like to point out is on the second happy birthday to me we get 160 and then on the fourth, you get another hundred. So that's 260 crystals they're giving you right off the bat to use towards these double drops. So make sure you take advantage of that. Um, double drops no are freaking amazing. Uh, it's odd that the least crystals are on May 4th. <laughs> it's like, why is the 160 on the second? And that is it a must good be point. for your birthday. Yeah. Uh, that's <laughs> they knew it was my birthday. That's what it was. Happy birthday, Wink <laughs> from CG. Exactly. Hey, four minutes. We're counting down. What? Um, um, go ahead and uh, go ahead and make your uh, Treya joke. Oh, do you have the meme? <laughs> that was hilarious. Um, I don't have it pulled up. You, you're probably 
familiar. I'm sure you've seen the Steven Crowder change my mind meme that goes around. That oh, that's the one. All the yeah. time. Um, well, they did one uh, and they changed it to Treya is the login character because we are all isolated. Changed my mind. <laughs> it's pretty good. I love that. It is. Yeah. Whoever came, good, up, whoever with came that, up with that. Congratulations. Standing ovation. We salute well you. Done. Yeah. That was hilarious. And it would be even funnier if that's actually the reason why they did it. Um, yeah. I wish we'd, I wish they'd confirm or deny. Yeah. Or neither confirm or deny. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's freaking hilarious. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, double drops. They are doing double drops on the fourth, obviously, and they will be on the light side, dark side, and fleet, hard, and normal nodes, which is absolutely amazing. I am not going to complain about that at all. Um, double drops are going to be on. I will do refreshes on characters that day. <laughs> yes, you should. You because sh- there's no reason not to. Well, like someone like you is farming on something, man. Yeah, you should. Shit, I mean, you can do, you could probably do five, four, five node refreshes. I would do, th- I would do two node refreshes for Hux and Sith Trooper at a minimum. I would probably do another one. Um, at, at well, I'll, I'll do a good chunk of them for yeah. sure. Uh, yeah, because that's, it's great. And then. Uh, May 4th through 6th, they're doing double drops on mod battles and also on challenges, which is kind of exciting. I think it was mod battles and... No, it is challenges. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of... I'm going to bring this up because I want to make sure. I couldn't remember if it said mod challenges or regular challenges. I could have swore it was regular challenges. Because I remember... Is there such a thing as mod challenges? Yes, there is. Pull it out right there. Um... Uh, yeah, I think that's I why they're right doing it for three days. That way, you hit all three challenges. But go ahead. And yeah, it says mod battles and challenges, so it's not really uh, clear there. But I assume it's regular challenges. Okay. And Monday, Monday the fourth. It's probably only three days on challenges, simply because if they added that fourth day, you'd get double Zetas twice. Gotcha. So, yeah. So if it is challenges, man, you're getting your double Zetas, you're getting your double uh, black basketball salvage, you're getting your double uh, double Carbontes, all kinds of good stuff there. Um, some other stuff you're getting is on May 4th through 5th, you're getting 25% bonus crystals, um, and there I guess there'll be some in-game giveaways of some sort. But what is this other thing about the gear packs? I did not I did not notice this. Well, first off, I want to say that the the bonus twenty five percent bonus crystals on select offers thing was not in the update notes. That was only on StarWars.com. Ah, they've been so releasing a lot of not, stuff on StarWars.com. Keep an eye out. Which there. is why I, which is why I went there today to look for things because I know they've been doing that, and that's how I found the free Padme book is because I was looking for Star, Galaxy of ah, Heroes stuff. Nice. So. Yeah, so they got, uh, they said that on there for May 4th to 10th. So you got some pack, uh, 
some crystal bonuses. So if you're looking for more crystals for those double drops on May 4th, buy them the morning of May 4th before you use if you need them because you'll get uh, cheaper prices there. And then as far as the uh, gear packs go, they're offering two gear packs on May 4th. Uh, there's a May 4th gear bundle one, which is uh, 30 biotech implants, uh, 25 stun guns, 30 stun cuffs, 25 Carbon Mark III Carbontes, 30 fusion furnace Mark 12 fusion furnace prototypes, and 30 hypo syringe salvage Mark VI. So that looks like a good pack for what's in it. We'll just see what the price is. Because I need all of those things, but I'm not paying forty bucks for it. Fair enough. Which is probably forty to fifty bucks is probably what I would guess you'd see this pack for. Yeah, probably. Uh, though there is a gear, May the Fourth Gear Bundle Two that has all that same stuff in it, but at a number of fifty instead. And it also adds in uh, Chirotech, fifty of each Chirotechs. Very exciting. So that one's pretty stacked too. Nice. And then they brought back the uh, character trove pack, which uh, is an interesting roll of the dice for newer players. I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it for this price. But for five thousand crystals, you'll get three hundred thirty shards of a random chromium pack character. Man, I could use that this, shard shop currency. That pack always intrigues me. I've had many a thought. I already have two accounts, so this is why I don't do it. But I have many a thought of making a new account, making it a... Uh, you're not going to hear me, but I've had many a thought about making a new account and making it a Lightspeed Bundle pa uh, account and see what I can do with that account. If I didn't have an alt, I would totally do it. But if I were doing that, I would totally buy this <laughs> buy this pack as well. You should drop your alt and do that and start doing some videos on that. That would be really cool and interesting to follow. Right? I, I feel like at least then I, I would have more. It would be more. The game would be more entertaining in that way for me. I yeah, don't know. I'm, sure. I'm th I've been I've been kicking that can down the road for a while here. So we'll see if it happens. I like it. Hey, you know, if people want to like incentivize you to do that. What they could do is they could go patreon.com slash shattered order. If you want to support the show, it is a great way to do it. Um, we have a tier where you get some really snazzy SO stickers are pretty cool. Go check that out. And not to mention, we would just love your support. If you do enjoy the show and value it at all, uh, please go help us out. Um, we would uh, appreciate it. Uh, subscribe on Twitch, twitch.com slash or not dot com twitch.tv <laughs> slash shattered order i shouldn't be getting that wrong at this point uh go there uh if you're an amazon prime member link your amazon prime to your twitch account and you can give us a free sub we would appreciate that as well we'll be doing some giveaways next week uh we'll be giving away some stickers to twitch subs so make sure you get those renewed and then um that that's pretty much all i got um are you ready to jump into this main topic? This is a hell of a main topic. It's before I say that, before we do, I want to say on what you said, thank you to everyone that supports us. Not only those that are Patreons and Twitch subs, yep. 
but everyone that listens to the podcast or joins no us on the live stream or gives us reviews or anything yes reviews all those things all your support means the world to us yep. and that's pretty much why we do this even on the weeks where we're looking for things to talk about because we're still waiting for that road ahead post so thank yep. you appreciate you um and we will give everybody an individual shout out next week on the podcast and of course should be able to see everybody scrolling across the bottom at this point um but let's go ahead and jump to the most exciting topic of the night hey boys do you have any tips for us less experienced players so uh i got a very big big tip here i'm sure you do very big tip (laughs) man the tips are gonna be huge tonight um we're talking (laughs) everything everything dark side territory battle because that thing is going on right now people are figuring out what the hell to do we're gonna be talking about specifically geonosis separatist might because hopefully you're doing that one um it's interesting that they did i still find it interesting that they did geo the exact opposite of hoth like light side hoth is the easy one dark side's the hard one geo the dark side's the easy one and then hoth is or light side is the hard one so the it you you very quickly get from doing dark side hoth to going to dark side geo very quickly it's pretty short transition um mm-hmm. and you know and then the complete opposite on the other side right right yeah giant gap between those two yeah small gap between the dark sides that's an understatement um so uh, we kind of want to talk about some of our tips strategies teams that we like things that are interesting and all that sort of stuff um Maybe. How about I kick it off here with a question for you? All right. Phase slice one. There's a special mission. Newt Gunray, B1 Battle Droid, B2 Super Battle Droid, and Droideka are required. With a force leadership of Newt Gunray, who is the fifth that you use? Well, this depends on how many times you've been through this thing. Because the... I was going to say, I have two options for you. The best... Without question, is going to be our boy Watt Tambor. Uh-huh. He is a beast. Um, I, I kid you not. I am literally. I I went in and you can't see it on live stream. Maybe at some point, whenever we do stuff like this, we'll show it. Um, you know, once my internet gets better. But um, I I am going through and actually doing that mission literally right now as we speak. Um. Watt Tambor is by far and away the best option to go here because, I mean, he has the recovery, the revives, all that sort of stuff. Magnaguard is also a total hoss cake, um, whatever that means. He is extremely <laughs> good. And, um, you know... He he can absolutely carry you through this thing too, but what is by far the best if if you've got him? Um, even at gear eleven, just you know, kind of load him up and uh, you you know, make him fast, pretty survivable. Really, he doesn't you, need that much speed in this thing. Just he needs to survive more than anything. If you have a good B two and you have a good B one, 
and you have Watt at six stars, you're going to sure. Right. You put that turn meter one on a B1, you put the taunt one on a B2, and then you just have fun. And you can put the other one on whoever you want. Yep. Um, it's just because you just sit there and you AOE with B1 that's killing things while healing up B2, who barely ever gets touched, and you just roll through it with the rest of the people you have in there. So this is my first time doing it with a Relic or even a Gear 13 B1, and um, he's like a lawnmower, and everyone else is the tallest piece of grass. It is just... I'm telling you, man, that B1 uh, AoE... Woo. Especially once you get start getting those techs on him. I, I'm so glad I finally got the chance to gear 13 him because he truly is fantastic. I mean, his his damage output is pretty insane. He's pretty fast. It's He's a great character. No doubt. Um, Who was the other one? So we have... See if it's the same one as me. Alright, Watt Tambor Magnaguard is my second, but I think he's second. I'm not sure. Because Duke mine was going to be good too. See, I always went with the GBA in there. Oh, I didn't even think about him. That is a great answer. Go Tell everybody why. Because I, I'm going to revise my answer now because I think if, if you have him, that is the correct answer. Well, just because of the taunt that's yeah. uh, almost always there. Then you got an extra character that's healing that taunt, can bring him back, giving the time to B1, B2, and uh, Droideka and Newt to get through the, the waves. GBA just makes it so those those less chunky characters, besides B2, who's a tank but doesn't have a taunt, which is why Watt makes him good, because you can make him taunt. If you don't have Watt, putting a taunter in there that can heal and come back and everything else is is just a really good... A really good uh, way to try to beat that. And the best part about it is you're not losing out on the B1 suit. Is it B1? B2 Super Battle Droid? Whatever the thing is that's a bomber droid? I don't know what the hell. B2 Bomber Droid? I don't know. The U the Dark Side Geo uh, special button that you get for most oh. phases. You don't get it in phase one. Right. So using GBA isn't keeping you from you know, summoning him. That is a so you're not point. losing anything. Yeah. So GBA and water, the two best ones I feel like to finish that mission. Can't disagree. Rocket Trooper. There you go. Thank you, Joker. Yeah. So yeah, those are the two. I just wanted to mention that because but the best part about Watt is that brings GBA back into the uh required mission up in the top that uses Poggle, Sunfock, and Geo Soldier. You're already at a disadvantage in disadvantage having to use poggle as the leader so having gba in there really helps that you get more waves there but there's a lot of different separatists you can throw in there as well that uh do just fine so there's another thing that is so important about territory battle that i know a lot of people miss and i mean we didn't know it for the longest time even but why don't you tell everybody about that video you did not too long ago about maximizing stars in territory battle? Okay, right. So if you go and check out our YouTube, you'll see the video I made about working smarter, not harder. Uh, when this came out, there were a lot of people that just went straight hard charging, trying to get as many stars in each phase as you could. 
uh, and try to get as as far as you could for as much stars, a much easier strategy to get more stars. And I did a whole video about this. And I think most people, uh, I mean, I've got really good feedback on that video. A lot of people never knew about it. So we're going to mention it again, just for people that maybe knew and don't know about it. If you don't get a star in a zone, you can do it again the next day. When the phases reset, you can do it again. So one of the best strategies for low GP guilds is to uh, work on one area and try to get as close to three stars as you can on it. And then in the other area, try to get as close to one star as you can without going over. That way on the next phase, you can finish off that one star really easily and continue to do the that first slices uh, zone. That way you're trying to get three star there too. So that now you're already to six stars in slice one. Whereas if you didn't do it that way, you might be at, you know, four or five stars. And if you'd keep doing that throughout the whole thing, you'll end up with more stars than you would have just trying to plow through the entire uh, territory battle. No doubt. And there's a way to do it that will open up Watt Tambor shards on the fourth day so that you will not be missing out on the chance on Watt by using the strategy either. So there are and ways to important. work around it to get Watt shards without sacrificing right. your stars. And because Watt is so important, it's he really makes so, so many teams, I, I mean, exponentially better with the revives and the recovery. I mean, he just, he the tech, he had so much to a team. Um, I You know, I think the main job with this territory battle is getting watch shards. Um, mm -hmm. You know, so m make sure whatever guild you're in that people are working on their bugs and working on getting their watch shards. Cause it is, it is very important. And he is a God, he's just such a good character. Yeah, he is fantastic. And I remember reading his kit thinking, that is going to be one we definitely will be using in all kinds of teams. Yeah. So Yeah, I, I love kits like his, Hermit, Yoda, you know, any of these characters that can just kind of mesh in anywhere. Um, you know, and obviously he does a great job of that. So Yep. Um all right, so uh why don't you go next next? What Give us I got a, another, another I one. got another tip and I did a video on it, but I don't think that I, I think it was just a video to show what you could do with this team, but all it takes to beat a combat mission in flights is Thrawn, Chimera, and Houndstooth. You can throw in whatever else one. you want with yep. it, but as long as you get Houndstooth to taunt and you have Chimera in there, you can hit auto and it'll win. Do you know how low of gear you can be on Bosk for this to still work? I uh, I think when I started doing it on my, I mean, the lowest I think I've ever done it is gear eleven. Okay, I haven't done it lower than that, but I mean, even then, that's still that's, pretty decent. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. So, uh. I still have a gear 12 Bosk on my main account. So, and that's still doing it just fine. Nice. But it's literally all you do is set 
make sure you have Chimera in there as the, the capital ship along with Houndstooth and you can throw the bottom half of your roster in there with them because you have to fill up the team. It won't let you start with just two play people. So put Houndstooth, put Chimera, and then sort scroll all the way to the bottom of your ships and just put all your crappy ships in and hit auto and you actually don't hit auto. Taunt with Houndstooth first and then hit auto and you're good to go. I like it. And uh, that is a good thing to know because unlike Lightside GOTB, where you can use Negotiator from Phase 1 on, in Darkside Territory Battle, for whatever reason, you cannot use Malevolence until Phase 4. So it's you gotta, so stupid. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real, so, real so dumb. dumb. But yeah. yeah, so this gives you a team that'll get through it no problem as long as you have those two. Very nice. I like it a lot. Um, all right. So I will go next and I will just kind of talk about a team that I like. And as good as bugs are, they're pretty, pretty important because they get you watch shards. But beyond that, I don't really have any use for them in this territory battle. Um, I do want to talk about bounty hunters. I could talk about them all day. You know, I got them Relic 13, right? Not Relic 13. Gear 13 on my alt. Oh, do you? Nice. Yeah, I have, I, all like relic, I have Relic 4 Bounty Hunters on my alt. So, so here's I what I this. like. Uh, here's what I like about Bounty Hunters. Specifically, like, Django and Boss. They have so much overlap that they're an amazing investment. Um, Bosk for the ship and his leader ability. Django because he fits in so many teams. Um and also um God dang it. Where was I going? I had a great point and I lost it. Um let's just hope someone brings it back to you cuz I was interacting with chat there. <laughs> um, I'll be honest that uh that that two by four from Melvin Brewing, it's getting to me a little bit. So, um, uh, b- bounty hunters. Anyway, uh, Bosk lead is absolutely amazing in territory battles. I love using my bounty hunters. They absolutely crush it like you would not believe. But you do need a lot of debuffs, and I think getting him and Django to gear thirteen, if you can manage that. I think that's a great way to go because not only are they amazing in the territory battle, but they have so much overlap with the assault battles. You know, they can get you through. I I don't even think you need gear 13 to get through tier challenge tier one, but gear 13, then get you through challenge tier two. Dengar is crucial. He hides. So AOEs are really the only thing that can get him, but he is the healer of the team, which is, Obviously, really important. Don't for, don't forget that the the end battles in galactic bounties, even two years later, are still not easy. That's a good point too. Yeah. So they assault there. battles, totally uh, galactic that. bounties. You know, there's a lot of different places that bounty hunters can do work yep. for you. For sure, and you know, it, just taking Bosk and Django, just taking them to gear thirteen. The ROI is insane. Like I said, the this all battle, the this territory battle, 
They're great freaking ship. sisters. The ship. Um, <laughs> they're awesome. I I highly suggest to anyone who is at an impasse, doesn't know what to do, work on Bounty Hunters, work on Bosk, work on Django. Just those two can take you a long ways. You can leave Dengar undergeared and he will still be fine. Just give him a lot of crit chance because he likes crit chance and survivability, but it, it really is a great way to go. Um, you, you will get some waves, no doubt. Um, they do the work. The other thing. No doubt, at least in the first three phases. They start having a little more. Mine at least have more trouble in do. the fourth phase than they do in the first three. But up until that fourth phase, where a lot of people have trouble, the bounty hunters are just fine. Yeah, most teams struggle in that last phase, but I can usually get a, you know, two waves with them, uh, even in phase four. But we fill all platoons also, so that does help. But um, mm-hmm. like I said, that they're great. Um, highly, highly recommend Bosk and Django at Gear Thirteen. All right, what is your next one that I think that you will agree with me on? Uh, there are a lot of. Sith Empire needed for platoons. So let's pretend for a minute that you don't want to, you don't want to put your Malik in. You don't want to put your, um, you don't want to put your, your Darth Revan in. If you do, keep Bastila. This will help your guild fill platoons. Keep Bastila. Drop your Darth Revan, drop your Malak to help out your guild with platoons because Darth ba- or Bastila under Emperor Palpatine can make that team deadly. Now we're talking. Can make that Hell team yeah. deadly throughout the uh, the territory battle. I myself Damn like to straight. platoon those two and drop uh, Palpatine. This is another tip. So we'll just combine them into one. I run Palpatine, Vader, Thrawn, Bastila, and Wampa. So there's the second part of the tip. Wampa, my relic Wampa, in there with that team, four for four. No problem. I like I used to have an issue thinking that Wampa wouldn't be able to ever do anything in territory battle again because he lost his extra damage against rebels like he had in Hoth. But when you have him relic, he still hits really hard as he ramps up his damage in those uh, each phase of the each phase of the territory battle or command combat mission whatever you're doing, because they take a little longer so he can sit there and ramp his damage up and continue to uh, destroy. Not to mention you get the fear from Bastila. You get the uh, keep people from getting buffs. I mean, Bastila under Palpatine is great. And if you're going after a Galactic Legend and you have your Palpatine geared up in a good spot, you're going to be even better off in in that way. I 100% agree with you. She's amazing. But the thing that I like about that team, especially that core Emperor Palpatine and Bastila Sean Fallen, is you have a lot of options for those other three slots. Thrawn, Darth Nyla, Sion, Freya, Death Trooper, Range Trooper, Shore Trooper, Sith Trooper, um, Vader. There is a massive list of characters that just become beasts with those two. Um, Darth Nihilus is one I particularly lo- love just because the 
the guaranteed uh, cooldown increase, and you can save as Annihilate for the next wave and then take out, you know, a key character, whether it's Art, because Art Trooper will F that team beyond belief. So Annihilate Art Trooper and then just keep on steamrolling, basically. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah. totally agree. It's, uh, I mean, that, that team is OP as hell. Um, I can get three out of four in phase four with that team. I've never gone four out of four, but I mean, I, I could get three out of four before I had a relic seven Emperor Palpatine. Back when he was gear 12, I was able to do it because I always kept Bastel Sean falling because I would always give up Darth Revan. I don't need him because I have Emperor Palpatine. I have Bastel Sean fallen. Um, mm-hmm. I would rather give up Darth Malak and, uh, Darth Revan and keep Bastos Sean Fallen and Emperor Palpatine personally. Um, because I've just become so comfortable with using that team. It's, just, it's great. And then uh, the other thing is Emperor Palpatine, his unique ability or the Zeta ability where he gains the stacking protection becomes very good in these territory battles, especially with Thrawn. So if you are using Thrawn, um, you know, put that Zeta on him if you have some spare Zetas. And I think you'll be pretty surprised at how survivable Emperor Palpatine actually can be. Yeah. He, he always surprises me with how squishy he is, how easily he can uh, survive in there, especially yep. on those early phases. So. All right. Yep. Um my next tip um oh uh also one last thing sith trooper i realize if you're farming him and you got him seven star or six star to where he's usable in this thing you're working towards uh kylo but man that that dude can be used with first order he can be used with palpatine that aoe is nasty i love me some sith trooper um one day, I'll have him usable, and I'll probably feel the same way. Yeah. Because he, he looks super fun. He, he's unbelievably fun. It's pretty crazy. Um, So, anyway, uh, Night Sisters. I want to talk to you about the Night Sisters. Because the great thing about Night Sisters in these territory battles is, especially if, you know, the first two slices and the... Th- Third slice, maybe less so, but if you get yourself a Relic Daka, throw the Zeta on her. Everyone else, (laughs) gear 11, gear 12, it don't matter. Throw a Zeta on Mother Talzin lead and just go to work. Um, you, You need the Zeta on Daka because she has the stacking health whenever a Night Sister dies. With the Mother Talzin lead... A basic will call a dead night sister back from the dead, and that revive, of course, will stack up her health. You can very easily make Daka basically invincible, impossible to kill. And a good idea, like having a dead night sister when you go into the next phase is always a great idea because you know that you'll be stacking her health immediately. And it is a great way to go. You can get a lot of mileage with that team. Even with them at gear 11, like dying is not a big deal with Night Sisters, 
perfectly fine. You only need one of them to survive, and that's Daka. Just let her stack up health, keep bringing people back, and let everybody else smash. Um, Daka is arguably the best relic for the dark side territory battle. Um, I would probably say that she is. I can't think of anyone that I would put above her. Um, there are other characters that are amazing. Like we're talking about like property best Sean fallen, uh, GBA, like there, what there are a lot of great characters, but if you're talking specifically taking characters year 13, I think she does far more for, the team than anyone else. So if you're, if you're struggling, that is the best way to go. Relic Zeta and watch her just become immortal. It's, it's pretty <laughs> crazy. It's pretty crazy. Uh, one thing I'd throw onto that is you want to keep an eye. There's a website and I can't remember the website right now. Uh, Joker in chat knows what it is more than likely. So maybe I'll get the link from him or he can throw it in resources in podcast chat. If he has access, if not, then just let me know. But you know, there's a website that shows it's an interactive website. It shows the CMs and it shows what's in them and it shows the best teams to use for them. And that is a very good website to use. If you are depending on night sisters, because there's this guy named fives, who will wreck your night sister world. And he's the guy, what is it? He, he prevents revives, right? Right. That's what Um, he does. Right. Yeah. I, I will put the link for this in the show notes, because if you are not familiar, you absolutely need to be. Um, it's jet Coco's something. Um, it's got a weird link. The, the the URL is not friendly for just spouting off out loud, but uh, once you have the link, just bookmark it and you're good. So, uh, jetcocos.ru, and that's cocos k o k o s. So, j e t k o k o s.ru. If you don't use that, you are. You're screwing up. Um, absolutely use it. It's a yep. freaking amazing resource. Um, let you know, you know, where you can use your night sisters without being worried, where you can use other teams without being worried based on the synergy and what they do. Um, it, cause that part is incredibly important because there are certain elites that will show up in different, you know, territory sections. And so that's important to know. Um, that is a, that is a, that that may be the best tip yet, honestly. Yeah, that one can save you some heartache in certain nodes with uh, taking the wrong team against whoever who you know who is built in to be faced there. So right, yep. I like it. I like it too. Um, uh, I don't know what what else there is. Maybe. Well, we talk about the Watt mission a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of where I was going to go. Um, one thing that we have mentioned, and I, you know, I haven't done a ton of research like I was hoping to do, because let's be honest, I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> uh, the the thing we've talked about for a while, the with the bugs. Assigning that turn order to the way you want things to interact 
with Poggle being dead last, Sunfock being in that two slot, and then having um, Geo Soldier in the three slot. That way, you're essentially removing the buff, then inflicting the tenacity down before it gets around to Poggle, who inflicts the ability block. Um, having them set up like that does help because there are a number of things that do determine, you know, when things happen. It is a combination of um, lineup in game like that, as we discussed, and also animation speed. All the bugs have pretty fast animation speed, so putting them in that order, you should be pretty much in good condition. Um, and it is really important to um, essentially just kind of make this team kind of survivable, but fast also. You know, they all need something different, which is interesting, you know. Uh, Spy, he gains turn meter. Uh, Geo Soldier gains turn meter on crits. So... Make sure you're modding them all correctly and using using them like they should be used. And you'll be really happy with your bugs as far as beating that mission. You don't need a whole lot. If you get them to gear 12, you're perfectly fine, um, you know, by following that strategy. And just remember, it, I, th this might be my biggest tip. Avoid Ark. Take care of him. Get him the hell out of the way because he screws up so many teams. He screws GBA. He screws Emperor Palpatine. He absolutely screws Night Sisters too. He Fs with so many teams. He disrupts what they do because as that AoE days. The AoE days will just basically make so many teams completely irrelevant. And mm -hmm. Yeah, I hate that guy. Why can't I have good, him? man. It's not good. Why can't I have him on my team? Oh, I know. <laughs> AOE days is like the best thing. It's so good. I got two tips for you for that mission as well. Number one, it's pretty easy. If you're not beating it or you haven't tried it, the first thing you want to do absolutely is go into the details menu of the territory battle. Find out the people that AOE so you know who they are. And those are the people you absolutely want to make sure have ability block. Like that um, is one of the biggest well, things. Clone so or clone sergeant also, because he gets on a really short short turn meter with crits, and I believe he removes turn meter. He can screw you too. It's not mm -hmm. the same way. It's not as drastic, but he hits really hard, and he can put you in a big hole very quickly. Um, so him and Ark, like those two, you may not think about much because they're never. Like they're rarely elites and they're not, they don't seem like that big of a deal, but what they actually do is very detrimental to almost every dark side team and what they rely on. And the second tip I have is this. I almost always come across Mace in three out of four. I'm pretty sure he's set there. He will one shot your, uh, he will one shot your, your taunting brute. There are two ways to avoid that, that I've found that work really well. That the, okay. if you have used platoons to get the ability that the orbital assault ability, that orbital assault oh, ability yeah. can put stagger on mace. Stagger will keep 
bring back down his turn meter so he's not able to attack your brute and knock him out as quick. But the other biggest one that not a lot of people probably think about is the fact that if he puts, what is he, what is that called? Shatterpoint. If he puts Shatterpoint on brute, try to save on that three out of four wave. Try to save uh, Geo, or not Geo, Poggle, who is a Geo. Save Poggle special for when he, brute gets that Shatterpoint. Because uh, okay. Geo, or Poggle special dispels it off of him. Okay. So even if you can't bring the turn meter down on Mace, if you can dispel the shatter point off of him, Mace isn't going to one shot him the next time he hits him. So because it can be totally devastating to your team. Once you lose that brute, everybody's wide open. And they don't they're awful squishy That's true. once brute's down. Yeah. So doing everything that you can to keep brute up is important. And Mace is one of the biggest problems, I feel like in that whole combat mission once he starts death marking brute so knowing that you can stagger with the uh the special ability to bring his terminator back down to buy yourself more time and then that poggle special that'll dispel shatterpoint off of brute are the two best ways to basically neutralize mace so having a and fast poggle in that mission is pretty is a pretty good thing and mod them heavily for protection yeah no doubt all of that gets spread around the it. total side tangent. Um, I had a theory with bugs that I'm thinking about trying. Everybody uses Treya to counteract bugs, right? Mm-hmm. How do you, how would you prevent Treya from counteracting bugs to some degree? Having some kind of AOE daze? No. All right. You make your bugs slow. Yeah, that could work because everybody mods them fast so I've kind of I don't know how this is going to affect me in territory but I'll probably do some remodding but I'm slowly moving my bugs towards being slow but having so many protection primaries um, I would like to eventually get four protection primaries on like three of the five bugs uh, and just let them be slow because, I mean, theoretically, yes, they will still go a lot, but you might get closer to a timeout. It, it was a thought I had. Um, it's an interesting idea. It would be fun. If you ever come across someone that you know you fight in GAC, someone you know, you should try it and have them record it. Or at least maybe ask That's someone to fight to record yeah. it. Uh, I may do a little bit more remodding after the territory battle. Just make them basically strip all the speed off of them and load them up with protection. And just kind of see what happens. So I think it's an interesting idea. Yeah. At least. For sure. We can we talk for hours about probably this. Could. I think those are some of the main things. Because they're once you start getting in... Actually, let's talk about one more thing. All right. Let's get into the back end here. Count Dooku combat mission phase four. Who do um, you use? I like to use General Grievous, B1, B2, Magna Guard, and usually Django. But I'm in this sticky predicament where I... 
You didn't say Count Dooku in those five you mentioned. Oh, yeah. So one of those characters I named I don't use. Um, <laughs> probably Magnagard. Probably Magnagard yeah. is my uh, So, But I'm in the sticky spot where I kind of need General Grievous and B1 and B2 for the special mission because we're at this spot where I think, are we getting 30, 30 stars or 31? 30 stars, I think. Um, we're we're kind of far away from the next star, but we're not worried about dropping back a star either. So we're focusing heavily on the Wat Tambor mission, which moves everybody over there. But if you are able to beat the Dooku mission, the ROI is freaking fantastic. You complete that one wave. It's like completing three waves anywhere else. So there should be massive investment into it. But Dooku, General Grievous, B1, B2. That's pretty much the story, and you can beat one wave. Um, I've been close to being second wave, but not quite. Um, if you have them gear 13, you'd definitely be in a great spot. At gear 12 with a gear 13 GG, you can beat the first wave. There, I've been doing it. I've done it I don't know how many times. It is really, really good investment because you're not going to get those type of territory points back anywhere else. Um, so I highly suggest kind of focusing on that team, making that your top tier priority combat mission. Um, yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. The points you get for that are definitely worth for making sure. a priority. Well, beating one wave is over a million points. Yep. So good stuff. All right. Well, I think that's uh, pretty much going to do it for us. Uh, real quick, we did not talk about this for the show, but we probably should have. Um, we we need to do a Patreon chat. I thought about this that this morning, but I wanted to give people a week okay. to put questions in there. So next week, let's plan on doing a Patreon QA so you all have a week to become Patreons and ask whatever you want and enjoy our drunken ramblings, wrangling. Yeah. Ram- we, I'm already <laughs> drunk and rambling. We need more questions but, and yeah. we may not have a you know GA to stream next week. Um, I'm not sure how that's going to lay out. So if we don't have a GA, we will spend that extra time doing the Patreon chat and make it extra lengthy. And I mean... Yeah, we the next one will be the fifteenth, oh, so we won't have. Uh, all right, so y- you guys are gonna want to join up patreoncom order because that's where we really cut loose and. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's basically so. so after dark. So uh, make sure you become a patron so you can get the so after dark episode. We will answer any question. I kid you not, any question, game we will or not, answer it. Whatever. You may not you like the answers, ask, but we will, we will answer it. It's <laughs> um, it's good times. It's good times. Yeah, get, get, get us a bunch of questions in there. Um, you know, game-related questions we try to mostly cover, especially if they're vague in the regular show. But if they are, um, you know, if they're... Uh, <laughs> what did you really right, think of yeah. those? <laughs> what did you yeah th- things like that or uh, you know why do you like the lions nobody likes the lions all these all questions, questions and more, and more. yeah on so SO after uh, dark make sure, you, make sure you check that <laughs> and we'll give you a little bit more time to do that um uh, r- real quick bef- before we go 
Let's go ahead and do this. Um, what do you think of the draft for your favorite National Football League teams? <laughs> By both of them, I loved the Lions draft and okay. the Cardinals draft. I felt like they both got it. The Lions were able to get the number one corner, the number one halfback, and the number one tight end in that draft. And they got the tight end as an undrafted free agent. And that's that's pretty damn good. And then that doesn't throw in all the other picks they made. So, so you're pretty optimistic. I'm Heck yeah. I love it. And then the, the Lions didn't get Isaiah Simmons, so the Cardinals did. Nice. So that made me nice. happy too. Yeah. Um, I don't remember a ton about either of those teams' drafts, but I'm obviously rooting for the Cardinals. I hate the Lions. I hope they burn every single season, but I'll root for the Cardinals. Uh, they got my boy Kyler Murray there. Um, Boomer Sooner, let's go. Um, well, it's good that the Packers, you know, loaded themselves up with weapons since they've obviously decided to move on. So. From- I don't agree with any of that. Um, well, you don't want to no, agree with any of that. No, no, no. Believe me, not, I'm on an that island. That is the truth. He is gone in two years. Aaron Rodgers is gone from the Packers in two years, guaranteed. You don't draft a first-round quarterback to sit on the okay, bench for four on, years. Hold on, hold on. You draft a first-round so, quarterback okay, so, we so that have, you can run them on the their 20, rookie contract. We have the, the 2020 season now. and the 2021 season. You're saying Aaron Rodgers will not be the QB in 2022. What's the bet? Yep. What's the you don't bet? Draft a, what's the bet? I'll bet Done. 100 bucks. All right, you're going to lose. You don't draft a first-round rookie quarterback to not play them on their rookie contract. That's the way the NFL works. They ha- they they I'm sorry. They have the fifth, they have the fifth year Whether option. Whether it's your favorite team or not. I think he'll gone. be there at least 3 years, maybe 4. Um I think probably they need, four. Yeah, but then they don't have the money. They don't have any cap room to sign players to play under love and he just they have to re-sign him for that money and they waste all those years. There's no chance he's gone. Uh, I don't he's think gone. so. But um well, you don't. So, you hope not. Uh, like <laughs> I, I've read a lot of stuff about Packers fans being talking about, you know, you, they, they didn't get Rodgers any help. Like, what the hell were they doing? Uh, well, apparently they tried to move up to get wide receiver in the second round, which is whatever. The hell do they need another receiver for? What the hell do they need to move up to get a receiver? This is one of the deepest wide receiver drafts in like the last ten years. They just didn't draft any. Why? What? Because they're they don't need one. What the hell do they need one for? Oh, okay. Receivers, yeah. Receivers don't do jack squat for the first two years. Very rarely. No, hold on. Tell you something. I'm gonna rant. Very rarely is a wide receiver productive in their first two years. Not that common. Does happen. Very rare. Uh, maybe I'm a homer, but. C.D. Lamb, I think, is going to be the best receiver out of this draft group. I think he is top-tier talent, going to be a total stud. I would have loved for the Packers to have gone up and gone after him. But if they're not going to get one of those top-tier guys, I don't really give a damn. They have Devontae Adams, who's pretty good. I'm, I'm not as high as on him as most other Packers fans. That's beside the point. Um, Alan Lazard, I am very optimistic about. 
They signed Devin Funches, who is a perfectly fine outside receiver. Amazing? No. But pretty good. They have uh, Equinemius St. Brown coming back, who was really good for his injury. I am perfectly fine with their receiving core. There's They got rid of Geronimo Allison, which is actually a freaking improvement because he's horrible. He's the worst receiver I have seen on that team in at least half a decade. Um, but I don't understand the argument of they didn't get Rodgers any help. They basically, all they drafted was offensive uh, offensive guys, except for an inside linebacker in the fourth round, I believe. So I, where the hell is A.J. Dillon going to play? <laughs> there's only one running back slot. No. There, there, there's Okay, so he might play 50% of snaps instead of 100 like a wide receiver well, would? Receiver, Devontae Adams still doesn't play... 100% of snaps, but it's like 85 or something, 80, 85. They wouldn't be on the field all the time anyway. They drafted three offensive linemen. They drafted a fullback. They drafted a running back. I am perfectly fine with that. That, I think, is actually a really smart move. You have Aaron Jones, who is kind of... He's the stud running back who can kind of play receiver a little bit, but he can catch the ball out of the backfield, very electric. They need, like... A big hammer guy. The Packers, their their offense, they weren't able to do what they wanted to do because Aaron Jones did improve his pass blocker. He wasn't great, though. Um, uh, Williams, not a great, not a great blocker. They need someone who can go in there, who can pound the ball, who can block, because that is what Matt LaFleur wants to do kind of what he's always done he's always been about the running game setting up the passing game that's what they want the offense to be and if you can make that running game dangerous with the guys that they drafted that opens things up so much for Aaron Rodgers he doesn't need anymore oh he's gonna I, do it he's gonna open that running game up for I, Jordan Love. I I, <laughs> I I I actually okay his own guy I, I don't know a ton about Jordan Love. I haven't watched him play. I'm whatever. But if... Was not Mahomes like people seem to want to say. I haven't seen anyone say that. I have seen it. I, I've seen a lot of people trying to justify that pick. And it's like... No, okay. He, the, the justification no. for the pick, in my opinion, while I'm not saying that that's who I think they should have picked, but I see the justification for it in the fact that they have never had a backup who is really even decent. We've lost so many games. We've missed the playoffs because Aaron Rodgers always misses a game or two. And if he misses Nixon period of time, they're going to be absolutely screwed because they don't have backup. They need someone who can actually throw the ball. He, You know how many good backup quarterbacks uh, have come out of the first round? Like second on? Yeah. Do that's a that's a terrible argument in my opinion. You don't waste a no, first and I'm not no. That's unless there's no, something else to that's, go with it. I'm not saying that's why it was a. I'm not saying it was a great pick. I'm not saying I love the pick or anything like that. Just say it. It was. A I don't bad know pick. if it was a bad pick. I don't know. They needed other things. That was a bad pick. 
He is not going to play this year. He's not going to help them win. He's we don't know he's not going to help them win. That was a bad That's my pick. point. They've never had a competent so, backup. They haven't had a freaking competent backup since Matt Flynn threw six touchdowns against the Lions in 2011. It's been that freaking long. They need a quarterback, that, a backup that is half competent. Get a young guy who has a ton of potential with a strong arm who you can work on developing, who can learn, come in, learn the system. I am, I am fine with them drafting a guy who is first round talent. That I am perfectly fine with. Um, you won't see one say that he doesn't arguably have one of the best arms of all the quarterbacks in this draft. I mean, he's very raw. Like he doesn't have all the skill set. He's not a guy to come in and start immediately. True, but. He is a guy that can come in and you can progress him. And I, I would I would rather have Listen, him than the backup. My argument that. isn't that he's bad. <laughs> my argument isn't that he's bad. My argument is that he was a bad pick for them. I don't I don't know. You're not going to agree. You're a homer. No, it's fine. No, no, no. Stop. Terrible I'm pick. not saying it was a good pick. I'm not saying it was a bad pick. I'm saying I don't know. For what the position they drafted was, it was a bad pick. Him himself Dude, doesn't I, make I him a know. bad pick. I don't you know. know. Tell me there weren't six or seven positions that would have been a better pick than him. I, I don't know. You don't know. Okay, no, I'm going to argue this with you because you're just going to keep saying it. That was a bad pick. You can admit it. It's fine. Doesn't mean they're a bad team. That was a terrible pick. I, I definitely don't agree. It's right. a terrible pick. Anyways. I do think trading up. It's it's the trading up that I think makes it more questionable. It's not the drafting of Jordan Love. It's the giving up the fourth rounder also to do it that throws in the kind of monkey wrench there. Um, but like I said, I... I, I they, they need a backup. They desperately need a backup. I'm fine with them taking a guy like that. It's perfectly fine with me because who else were they going to take? Like, all the guys. So many eh, other people they could have taken. Yeah. Did they pick before the Patriots? Or did they pick before uh, the Eagles? No, the Eagles picked before them. Wait, well, I mean, in the second round, the Eagles took uh, what's-his-face, who the Packers were trying to trade up to get, but... Um, were unable to make a trade happen. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, l like I said, I am, I am not as up in arms. You're Mr. Brightside. I, That's what you are. Whatever. You always have been. You always will be. I should have known that you would have been okay. Again, I'm not everything. saying I love the pick. You, you know what I want the Packers to do? I wanted them to move up and go get C.D. Lamb. I, I want them to go get the guy in this draft who would have made Devontae Adams the number two. That's what I wanted, but, you know, did they need that? Is that going to be the thing that makes their team truly better? Yeah, probably if they didn't do that, but that's fine. I think the way they went about going with things, I am perfectly okay with it. Um, like I said, I don't love every pick, but there, there have been people saying that they didn't do anything to help Rodgers, which is total bullshit. That's, that's factually inaccurate. I don't see how you can argue otherwise. Um, 
They drafted tight end. They drafted offensive line. They draft fullback. They draft running back. They drafted everything that makes a Matt LaFleur offense work. And that's kind of what they needed to do, in my opinion. Um, because if that offense doesn't work, I don't know what to say. Um, you know, Aaron Jones was <laughs> awesome last year. And if they can progress that running game into opening up that passing game more, I, I really like the potential there. Um, they want to. I don't think they're going to. They, they better hope they improve because I don't think they're going to stumble into the NFC championship like they did last year. They they want to do more of what the 49ers did in the in it, NFC championship. And I think that's why they drafted the way they did. And that is completely understandable. Well, my last point that I don't want to retort to is that I still think they were one of the worst NFC Championship playing teams I've ever seen. The but past two times they made the NFC what. Championship, they've been they probably shouldn't have been there, but they did make it. Um, well, yeah, that's always good. So I agree. All right, everybody, we could talk about this forever, literally forever. This is why we've talked about football podcasts. But, uh, yeah, we're going to cut you off there. Uh, So thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, If you enjoy football, uh, maybe we can talk about it some other time. So from us to you, thanks for listening. Happy birthday to me. Blue microphones. It It is. your birthday. I'm I'm officially old. My friend. Not really. God, what does that make much me? Older? <laughs> <laughs> much, much older? By the way, every time my beard grows out, look at this side of my face. Mm. That side. It's it, like it's getting there, man. There. Look at this side. This side's okay. This side, completely great. All right, anyways, thanks for listening. We appreciate you all. Thanks for Blue Microphones for sponsoring this show. We appreciate you. If you like the sound quality, go check out their website. They have great products, and you can that have That Yeti X well. is amazing. Holy hell. Uh, I got my brother, to, my brother to buy a Yeti Nano because he's doing a lot of Zoom oh, stuff nice. for work. What a great choice. A Yeti Nano is working out oh, great yeah. for him. So We will catch you all on episode 196 next week. Thanks for listening. We will see you later. later.